Hello and welcome to this week's Therapy for Me. And it's been kind of that first week back of the new year. If last week was the first week back, but it was a bit kind of slow and it was a bit kind of dragging your heels and it was a bit kind of you were pushing back against it, then this week's kind of been the first week back proper. Now, that doesn't mean I've got anything particularly to say about it. It just feels like a normal week and I seem to be operating at the speed I kind of finished the year at rather than last week where I, yeah, I was... I was really fighting it. Anyway, let's get started. A little bit of that twangy guitar. Monday. I've got a bit of a quandary. I have a a bit of a hero quandary. Uh, as it goes. Um, And it stems from the fact that we finished the third and, uh, as it seems, final season of Ted Lasso. And it finished in a very conclusive way. It It was one of those episodes where I mean normally you get when you get to the end of a season of something where you you know it's going to come back then they tie some bits off and they leave some bits open and this felt very much like it would all been tied off and having read some of the comments that people have said and the you know the writers and the production team have said that it, it was a story it was that was meant to be told over three seasons and they've told it over three seasons and it seems like naturally the the arc of that particular story um has, has finished which it all all is fine and although you're disappointed, you look back and you go, well, I know I'm going to watch this again, uh, without a shadow of a doubt. And it's really, really, really good. Really, really good. Some spectacularly good episodes. As a feel-good show, it's absolutely up there. Um, it's one of those shows that come along, comes along every sort of decade or so. And, you know, it, it, it sits there as, as something something really quite special. The quandary it's given me is that for a long time now, the line Ron Swanson is my hero is has has been fixed. It's absolutely fixed. You know, having watched uh, Parks and Recreation, which I absolutely adored, and there's loads of characters in loads of things I really like. You know, I love Niles in Frasier, and I can go through any number of characters in, in different shows that I really like. But Ron Swanson is my hero. Just, just that was it. It was nailed on. Ron Swanson is just the guy, just my hero. Everything about him, absolutely fantastic. And now I've got a problem. And and the problem's actually twofold because Ted Lasso has thrown up two different contenders for that hero crown. So it's not just a uh, a kind of a, a direct battle between two. Actually, we've got we've we've got two from Ted Lasso to go up against against Ron Swanson here. So obviously, Ted Lasso himself is, is the character is is clearly you know you can't help but be charmed. Um, by that character and and and, and look and go that that's really really so so cool as a coach just so so cool. But Roy Kent, uh, the ex footballer or the footballer and then ex footballer, uh, who who actually uh, I didn't realise, but the 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 guy who plays him is one of the uh, the writers on the show, is an incredible character, an absolutely incredible character, and it's a a, a beautiful um, take on the whole alpha male thing. Uh, and and really really very very nicely done and so that then throws in the mix and now I've got this huge problem that I've got Ted and I've got Roy and I've got Ron and and I don't kind of know where to settle. Um, it probably is probably is still Ron possibly, but do you know what? I'm not sure because every time I think of of, of Ron, you know, going home 
and to prove he's not drunk building a canoe, I've got Ted Lasso in one hand doing that incredible scene with the with the darts. And then on the back of that, you've got a, a you've got a, a beautiful scene with Roy Kent where he goes and and uh, and just embraces a fellow player who's dealing with a, a trauma with his dad, and that scene is just astonishing. So you see what I'm saying? I've got a I've got a hero quandary. Tuesday. I was chatting to a record producer who has told me to run slower. Um, that is ultimately what I'm going to tell you about now. Uh, and it happened uh, yesterday and I was chatting to uh, a chap called Mike Hunter. And for those of you who are Merlin fans, you know that he's the producer of um, however many albums now. It's certainly it's certainly a fair few and is, is, is a fixture as part of their organisation. And I was chatting to Mike on Monday about a number of things. And we were talking about running, and he runs as well. And we were talking about um, the benefits of running slower. Um, and I'd I'd been aware of this before, and I'm going to name check um, a, um, a, a a TFM patron here in Shane because Shane had mentioned to me in the past about the optimal heart rate to run to is is 128. Now, I don't know if that was 128 based on his age, because I think it, it changes depending on your age, but there's a calculation you can do which arrives at an optimal heart rate effectively for um, for for improving your fitness and for burning fat. And I, I, having done this calculation, it is roughly around about 126, 128 for me. And um, and I run my average speed on a run. Uh, when I look at my average heart rate, it's higher than that. And talking to Mike about it, he said if you can not only run to your average to 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 this this heart rate that's that the optimal one, but if you can not go above it, then it's really really in terms of progress, it's 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 really good. So on the back of chatting to Mike, and on the back of because basically I've run now regularly for a long time and it's great for my mental health and I really love it but it has made precious little difference to my actual physique and I've met a lot of people who've been running for six months or a year and they've 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 lost quite a lot of weight doing it and I've never really managed to 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 turn you know what is 20 plus miles a week into into weight loss and I really would quite like to lose a bit of weight if it was possible so I'm I'm trying on the back of Mike's suggestion and what appears to be a little bit of science even though I don't understand the science I am I have done a couple of runs this week and both runs my average run rate was 128 now that was more by luck than judgment um, but if you, if because I have the heart rate on my watch as I run, I can kind of work it as I go. Now the problem is hills because I, there's quite a few um, inclines on on most of my running routes. So consequently, it is going to go above that um, if you go up a if you go up a hill. Um, but then the other thing is that you go down back down below and you go down and it evens itself out. So I'm not worrying too much about the fact to go over, but I am trying to manage the run within within that kind of that kind of tolerance of, of sort of around the 128 point just to see if it makes any difference. And I've decided to do it for, for a month. I'm going to, I'm going to give it a go for a month and see if I can get it to, to see if there's any, any tangible results and, and, you know, or maybe even a, a bit longer. I'll see how it, how it goes, but it's a shout out to Mike. It's a shout out to Shane and it's a shout out for slowing it down to see if bizarrely I can get more results from running slower 
than running at the rate that I was running at before. Wednesday. I want to talk a little bit about American politics, and I only and I don't. I don't know a lot about American politics, but I I am going to obviously get fascinated on uh, American politics again because we're we're clearly in an election year, and actually there's a very good possibility, though I'm still erring towards uh, an earlier general election rather than a later one. But if it turns out we don't get a general election in say May or early June, then there's a very good chance that the UK and the US elections will be pretty much bang on the same time, um, or certainly within a week or so of each other. Um, but where I'm getting slightly interested, I'm trying not to be um, distracted too much by what's going on with, with Trump court, uh, simply because that whole thing of, look, you've, you've got to hold him to account and you absolutely have to hold people to account if they've if they've broken the law. But I, at the moment, it's just fueling money raising for him. So it's a, a, absolutely a double-edged sword. What I'm what I'm getting more interested in is where we're going to be um, in terms of who gets the Republican nomination. Um, because if it's Trump, I don't know if there are enough people this time round to vote him in. I don't argue that he hasn't got a huge swathe of support but I do wonder if with everything that's happened since last time with everything that's unfolded and particularly with all the um, the stuff around abortion and Roe versus Wade and all that kind of stuff whether there's actually enough support to carry uh, him to the White House or whether in reality an alternative candidate might actually be a better option um, for the Republicans, which seems like a weird thing to say because he's so far ahead in the actual, um, you know, in the actual kind of polling as it stands at the moment, and it would take an, uh, you know, a huge thing for, um, for him to be caught. But there is that for the first time, as it's starting to, you know, carve down, and the candidates are starting to drop out one by one. There's starting to be that little kind of possible um, talk about whether, when it came to it, he might actually get knocked out because the coalitions of people in the Republican Party who see that the future's not with him might actually come together around a more traditional candidate. Now, it's it's still really 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 up in the air and that's and i think that whole thing of there will be somebody else who will come along who maybe will take the the nomination is is probably you know still a long shot but it is interesting to see that that might actually that might actually happen so i'm i'm don't know i'm just keeping an eye on it and seeing seeing where the wind blows over the next over the next sort of four to six weeks, just to see if a natural challenger appears that might actually be able to, you know, unite the areas of the Republican base or the the, the, vote, the voter base that probably thinks Trump has had his had his time. I was in London today and I ended up going to Bell Yard. Now, the chances are you've never heard of Bell Yard and in reality there's no reason why you should have. 
Uh, and I was going to the Booksellers Association for a meeting of a number of trade bodies who represent independent retailers. So, you know, we got jewellers and we got um, uh, Greetings Card Association, uh, we'd got booksellers, we'd got uh, butchers, we'd got delis, we'd got all, all manner of people, um, vinyl, you know, um, record stores, uh, and, and all manner of, of different companies who were. Uh, hairdressers, beauty salons, whatever. Anyway, all these people were there uh, representing their individual trade associations. And it's a group that's been meeting for sort of three years now. And and it's a, a really a really interesting and positive and, and nice group. And it's the first time we've managed to meet face-to-face. So I went down to London for, for that meeting. And the only reason why I'm, I'm mentioning it all is because um, the building, the beautiful building I was in with the Bookseller Zone, um, is uh, is number six Bell Yard, and the MIA, the Music Industry Association, uh, who I work for uh, three days a week. Um, we buy a registered office. We effectively our registered office is number seven Bell Yard, and number seven Bell Yard is this this nondescript building that doesn't even have a number. Doesn't appear to have a number on the door. Um, where literally hundreds and hundreds of businesses are registered. So if you want, if you want to set up a business and have a registered address in central London, you can you can effectively pay to have this as your registered address, and they will take posts for you. And there's um, there's rooms there you can hire for board meetings and the like. And when we have any post that goes there, they digitise it for us and they send it to us. And it because we uh, the MIA is a virtual. Um, sort of business and, and we all work independently from home then this gives us what we need now in the old days what a business is like that a lot of business would have done is they would have used their accountant's office as their their virtual office and often you do see you know places with numerous pack, plaques on the wall just to indicate the registered office of a certain of a certain company um, but this this seemed to work really well for us so the the only thing I'm reason I'm mentioning it is just that I actually, I was the first member of the team, and we've had this as the registered office now for three years, and I'm the first member of the team that's actually been there. Um, uh, because whenever we're in London, we've, we've no reason, there's absolutely no reason to go. Now, of course, one of the big reasons why there's no reason to go is because actually when you get there, there's nothing there. And I was, uh, uh, the bit I'm really coming round to is to say what was quite a, quite a big a, a sort of event in, in MIA circles proved to be remarkably underwhelming when I got there because the only thing about it was it's on a, a nice street, you know, sort of um, Holborn, Fleet Streety type of area. It's on a it's on a nice parade kind of in between two main thoroughfares and, and, and was was a nice kind of very traditional London kind of street. So in that respect, but the actual the actual frontage of of number six was actually just very very dull um so i originally i planned to take a bit of a selfie and send it to the team and maybe knock on the door and go in and say "Ooh, you're our registered office and actually in reality got there and went oh, kind of hmm. that was all i could really summon um when i arrived <laughs> I know you've been desperate for an update, so I'm going to give you a Veruca update. 
uh, I think the last time I mentioned it, um, Andy, uh, the chiropodist, had been round and, and attacked my foot with a scalpel and various implements. Uh, and he's been round a couple of times uh, since that first treatment. And the thing that I'm going to say is, and I'm nowhere near uh, out of the woods with it yet. It's going to, it's going to be there for a little, uh, you know, it's going to be the gift that keeps on giving. But I've been for a walk this evening, and whilst it was painful, it's getting less painful. There's absolutely no doubt it is getting less painful. So in the process of however long it takes to get rid of a Veruca, and my God, is this a journey. But we seem to be getting somewhere like close. Um, now, whether whether it's one or two more treatments of this super strong acid thing that he puts on, I don't quite know. Um, but I actually wanted to go for a walk um, this evening, uh, which I haven't done for a while. It's been interesting that since probably for about the last month to six weeks since I started, I stopped walking. I've carried on running, obviously, and we've and I've talked about that. That it's not quite as painful running for some bizarre reason. But walking really was painful. Uh, if I would go out for a sort of four or five mile walk, but actually I did think to myself I can go for a walk tonight I'm actually looking forward to it as I say it was painful but it it was it wasn't to the extent it was before where I, it made me not want to go I actually would made the decision it, it wasn't going to happen because it was I just couldn't face doing it and I think the other thing is that because I was not I just wasn't putting weight on my heel so it, it meant that I was kind of lurching and hobbling around a little bit, uh, a little bit, and it, and it, it not only was uncomfortable, but it, it, it looked, it was uncomfortable to watch. Um, you know, I felt I was, I was kind of dragging, dragging my foot along, which didn't, didn't look great at all. So, whatever he's done um in the in the sort of three sessions where he's been and chopped away at my foot with a scalpel and put various you know whatever this acid is put into it it's it's starting to have um a response and i'm just i'm just hoping now that we are actually coming out of this and that you know my understanding is that the the the, the as the as the blood vessels and everything come more to the surface and, and it's not quite as deep then there's slightly less pain and then he's he's just literally it's being scraped away and brought out and at some point we'll hit we'll hit skin we'll hit skin where uh where the rook has you know has not gone any further and it and, and slowly the skin's pushing pushing out so hopefully we're not we're not far off off that but i thought i'd give you an update only because it was just nice to put my trainers on and actually go out and feel like I wanted to go out for a walk, which is which is quite a quite a big corner to turn. Um, and on that, um, I'll leave you uh, for this week. I hope you hope you well. Hope you had a good week. I uh, hope you're back into the swing of things post New Year. I think we need to probably call maybe call this Sunday as being um, the limitation of being able to say Happy New Year to people. I think it seems to have been a topic of conversation this week. So I'm calling this Sunday as being that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to say it after after Sunday. Uh, and other than that, we just need to power on. Nights are pulling out. It's getting lighter. It's all looking a little bit better. Yeah, quite happy with 2024 so far. <laughs> therapy for me then please subscribe and share as you see fit this has been an a short stories production